the Paracave Podcast. Proudly brought to you by a major sponsor, Jack's Pale Ale, exclusively available in Parramatta Leagues Club, Scott from Brightside Detailing and Ceramics, and Bo Cook from Lone Market, and also BTZD Clothing, and the Parramatta Times, the official media partner of the Paracave Podcast. Hello listeners, welcome back to the Paracave Podcast. This little episode is the chat I had as being part of the Talking Para podcast. So the Talking Para podcast you can find on all good podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Uh, it is a weekly chat between four Paramad lads. Next week might be even five, who knows. But uh, all crazy Parramatta fans, and I'm a part of it each week. So this is just my little contribution about the Cronulla game and also the Manly game, a little bit of a preview and my thoughts and also my bold predictions. So enjoy this. I hope you enjoy this little short format and leave some feedback if you want to. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy. Thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, look, it was one of those games, as Joel said, it was one of those games that was there to be won. Uh, Got off to the cracker of a start, 10-0 it was. Uh, You thought everything was going rosy. You thought that this could be a a big score, but, you know, the Sharks finished second for a reason last season. Um, They are a very good side, and they it was a bit of a tit-for-tat game, you know. We score, they score. Well, we scored two, they scored two, and then um, same in the second half as well. I thought when Mike Acevo went over in the second half, I thought maybe we just got in front there, maybe we might have grinded it back out for a win. But uh, look, two of the Cronulla tries, um, one, especially the one to Mulatalo, uh, where he was over the top of Bailey Simonson, that was probably just a little bit of brilliance from Manny Moylan uh, to see that and to put the kick over to him. As we all know, Mulatalo is a, a freak in the air. He's always going to Sorry, can I stop you there for one second? Because you're about the third person I've heard say Matt Moylan brilliance, all right? And we made Matt Moylan look like Andrew Johns on the weekend on Friday with no kick pressure. Like, yeah. And I agree, he had a great game. But I never in my life thought I would hear the words so many times, Matt Moylan brilliance. Well, just that just that kick out to Mulatalo was. Um, you know, he it was. Sort of, it was a well-placed kick. But. Yeah, exactly. And and the long-range try that uh, Will Kennedy scored as well. So, uh, look, they were two long – one long-range, one bit of Matty Moylan brilliance. Uh, <laughs> Don't say it again. It's been used to me already. <laughs> and um, so, look, it was there to be won. I'm sure we're going to touch on it later, but the uh, bench rotation as well, did it play a factor? Yeah, probably. Um, the last-minute play with Wonga Blake, I'm sure we're going to talk about that as well. Could that have been run differently? Maybe, but maybe it was just that split-second uh, moment where he thought he could get over the over the try line. Um Maybe he didn't have any time to think to get that pass away. So who knows? But definitely a, a game that could have been won by Parramatta. Well, it's good to see the halves on the same side of the field. Uh, as we all know these days, sometimes they're not on the same side of the field. One's on one side, the other's on the other. But um, question to you guys, was that a was that a eight-point try for that one? 
with the, the hit in the head or not really? In my opinion, it was unnecessary but soft. Yeah. Um, I've seen softer ones given. I've seen a lot harder ones not given as well. So, because Mitch yeah. certainly got up uh, complaining about a hit in the hit in the mouth. So, you, you know, know what? But... I reckon, yeah. If if Mitch stays down, I think it's an eight point. But because he got straight up and carried on, it, it they yeah. didn't even entertain the idea. Possibly, yeah. If yeah. he if he stays down and cries foul and acts like he's broken his jaw or something, I reckon they review it. He got I, up would have, him, I, think. I would have gone as far as saying Candy might have been off for good if, if he did that. So True. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say, Adam, thank you very much for those slides. That's uh, great technology there, and I hope that uh, Anthony Seabold's not uh, watching this podcast uh, tomorrow because <laughs> uh, we're going to be in all sorts. But, um, look, there's a, there's a few things. Uh, we've spoken about the bench rotation. Yeah, all four players need to play on uh, off the bench, there's no point in having three three players on there, and one of them not getting a run at all. Um, Hayden Knowles said that the, the most connected team is the best defensive team, and the best defensive team wins competitions. So you're right there. Obviously, they're not they're not connecting with each other, and they're not communicating with each other, and that's how all these holes are being found. Um, and yeah, that, that's how the holes are being found and we're being caught out. But um, the other the other factor is too, Mike Acevo, Bailey Simonson, Wonga Blake, uh, Bryce Cartwright, haven't played any games since, uh, or they didn't play any games from since the start, the from, yeah, from the grand final. So, and, uh, and Bailey still hasn't. Well, yeah. Um, so again, that could be another factor as well. And as you mentioned, Joel Matt Dury as well, he's coming off an injury as well. So uh, we've got five, maybe six players that are coming back from injuries or haven't played, didn't play trial games. Um, and in these first two games, they are getting tired. Um, so, but yeah, definitely for me, it's definitely the bench rotation. You need four players on that. Obviously, you've got four players on there, but you need all four to have minutes on, on the field. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I don't know whether uh, Ryan Madison would have made any difference. Um, he may have made a little bit of difference had he been there, but you can't just say without him not being there, he would have made that, that difference. Um so I, I don't know. My, my one of my questions is uh, to you guys. I, I probably said it last year, but would you have would you have either Junior or RCG start off the bench? Just so you have one of them on the field at the same time all the time. Yeah, we discussed it last year, but I'd, yeah, you can. I'd, uh, Brad Brad answered that question. Yeah, but you've got you can't, you can't pay a front rower six hundred and fifty thousand to start from the bench. I'll, I'll say what I would have done, and this is the only way I would have done it. And I've been saying this all last year as well. But um, I'm going to be critical of Brad here and say once again another player's being shown the door because something. No, it's going to be easy when Matt and that come back. Your thoughts? Well, well, just yeah. just um, quickly on that. Sorry, Matt, but uh, I would I, even put Jake Arthur. I, I asked the question. Um, about suspensions, like we saw that a few of the players served their suspensions in the World Cup that last year. Could you have 
could you serve your suspensions during trial games? No. No. I mean, yeah. I'm a representative before. You can serve it during – he got selected for the All-Stars game, which I think he's eligible for either of them he could have. But he would have been – wouldn't he have been eligible for one of the nations? So he's got yeah. Italian in him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, everyone has a team. Come on, we've all got <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just a, it's just a thought, you know. Players, yeah, yeah, players yeah. doing it well, for the World Cup, like, isn't it? Isn't it made up by a computer somewhere in Canada? The the draw, but let's just let's just get Parrot to win the wooden spoon, so we're another walking. Meme I mean, like the. The buys early on in a season for a team can be a bonus, but it can also be a a, a non-bonus, so to speak, because you've just started the season and you may have that momentum. But yeah, it is definitely tough to come up against those teams after after a buy. Yeah. That's that's for sure. So early pre-buy, on, pre-buy. Uh, probably just Jermaine Hopgood again two weeks in a row. Um, I I just think he was a class above the rest. Uh, this week, as you said, his stats were outstanding, and yeah, just his involvement and his offloads. And I think he was probably a little bit disappointed that he got taken off the field for that little little break, but uh, he'll be back. He but he yeah, he's uh, not going to be wearing the black headband e- either. He doesn't like the black headband because it kept on slipping down or something uh, from the yeah, round are. one. But we said, you know, that <laughs> that should be your look now. But um, nah, Jermaine Hopgood. Again, yeah, Joel, yours. Look, I, I just want to, I just want to quickly to say, um, our person that is away tonight, Hayden from the Entertain House, he did yeah, did want to say, um, he wants to mention that feels like round four is round one for him, but you know we're only on round three, so I'm not too sure what that is about. But uh, he's been impressed with Jermaine Hopgood, as we all have, uh, and Will Pinasini. He wants to see Dylan Brown find more open space, and he doesn't think that we should hit the panic button right uh, uh, just this early. Um, and he agrees with Maddie. Need to have someone come on for Hodgson after Hobbs after half time. Looks like Hodgson should play about fifty to sixty minutes. Yeah. Look, oh, looking at looking more. looking at that team list, I'd I'd probably take off the two bottom uh, sixteen and seventeen. So that would be Wiramu Greg and Makatoa and swap them up with, yeah, swap them up with uh, Afiki Ogden and Rodwell. Um, Yeah, we've seen, we all joke about it, but Rodwell's played, what, six games, seven games of first grade, but he's been in and around the first grade Joel, Joel doesn't and, know the joke. Yeah, we, he's been in and around first grade, getting getting a run, and um, yeah, he could end up like that. Um, there was there was another front row that we had that uh, has gone to Newcastle, I think. Uh, young bloke that had all this promise and probably didn't get a run and 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 left the club, and then so you know we're going to develop all these players, and and we've got them there. Why not give them a crack? Yeah, for sure. Is that yeah? No, oh, just patient. Well, Look, here we go, Manly and Paro at uh, Brookie. But, um, look, one thing that I think, I don't know if it's going to be a tactic or not, but uh, Josh Trustar comes back this week from, from Manly. He hasn't played a game 
all year. Another bloke that doesn't know how to play a bad game against us. Yeah, but he hasn't played a game this year, so why not just run the traffic straight at him all night? Make him tired. What's he playing? 5-8? 5-8. Yeah, so do, I, don't, I don't know if it'll do much, but just keep on running the traffic at him all night. Um, tire him out. What's your I thoughts? Feel that's pretty rough on, I feel that's pretty rough on Cooper Jones. I thought he made quite Okay, well, look, I'll just um, – well, I won't go yeah, first. Yeah. Hay- Hayden will go first. Um, again, he's not here again. But uh, his his score prediction is 24-20. Now, his first try scorer is actually Josh Schuster for Manly. I hate when he does this shit. But his first Parramatta try is Mike Acevo. That doesn't count anyway. Okay. Right, well, he's gone Josh Schuster. And his uh, bold prediction, Matty will be happy with this one, is that Bryce Cartwright will record a try assist. Copy me from last week. How is that bold, Hayden? Who is this? Anyway. He's trying to catch Troy. He's doing Troy. Troy will do like a favourite bold prediction. Yeah, because it'll happen happen one time. Hang um, on. What was his one last week? Um, okay, right, okay, so one. my... No, you had your chance and you blew it. So, um, so my score prediction... Go. Uh, can, I, can I go mine Hayden's. first? Yeah, that was Hayden's, not mine. That's Hayden's, not Troy's. Hey? No, no, I just want to... I, I yeah, anyway. Troy go first. Yeah, okay, like, okay, so my, my score prediction will be 22-16. And my first try scorer will be Dylan Brown. And my bold prediction will be that... Brad Arthur uses all four players for more than five minutes in the game. Oh, four well, reserves. Bold. Four reserves. Uh, it is bold because the last two weeks he hasn't used them, so he might stick yeah. to it. He might stick to his guns, but uh, I reckon he's going to break out all four reserves for over five minutes each. And can I just say uh, a happy birthday shout out to former. Parramatta Eels first grade coach Brian Smith. It's his birthday today. I'm not saying anything. 